This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This video is sponsored by Voxy. So next up for Blues is a trip to Portman Road to face High Fly Nipswich. And today I'm joined by Roscoe. How are you doing, mate? I'm doing really well, my friends. Um, do you know what? Itchish Town, I haven't had a 3pm kickoff for a while on a Saturday. So I'm just happy for the traditional kickoff and Birmingham City, bring it on. Yeah, because I suppose it's all down to your form because Sky Sports all of a sudden want all of it, don't they? And, you know, when you're up there in the league, it tends to be that you don't have your three o'clocks on a Saturday. So, as you said, yeah, it's a good refresher for you to sort of have that traditional kickoff time. And uh, in the dugout for Birmingham, it will be Mark Venus instead of Tony Mowbray, who is unfortunately ill at the moment and will mix the next uh, six to eight weeks of game time. So, um, so in terms of Tony Mowbray, your memories of him, obviously he played for Ipswich, didn't he? For about five years and i believe his last game in professional football was for ipswich at wembley so in terms of his sort of memories and impact on the club what would you have to say about him yeah once again you can throw the legend you know card out to a lot of players um you know in football these days you know everyone's a legend but um he's definitely up there uh because of what he did with the club um obviously he came after having a great career at celtic and Middlesbrough. came to us final game as you mentioned um, at Wembley when we got promoted back to the Premier League. Um, he actually scored in that game as well. So that will, that's a, a, member, a memory I'm sure he'll remember forever. But um, just, a, a, just a great, great man, great player. Uh, he also became a caretaker with us briefly as well. So he's, he's been in the dugout as a, as a manager for Richard Town as well. But um, no, I wish him all, all well. Um, but yeah, just a, a man mountain of a man and uh, just what a lovely man. Mm. And uh, Mark Venus is in the dugout for us and also a player that used to play for Ipswich as well. So history linking both of them there. And that's where they met each other at Ipswich. So it's a bit of a funny story, the fact that Mark Venus's first game in the dugout for Birmingham is against Ipswich. And um, in terms of sort of Portman Road this season, it's going to be a sellout in the away end for the Blues fans, which is fantastic to see. In terms of sort of atmosphere at Portman Road this season, I bet it's been brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, it's been it's been fantastic. You know, the last time we actually played Birmingham at Portland Road was um, when we got relegated. And that was a weird day because we actually clapped the team off despite getting relegated to the third tier since the first time since the 50s. Um, I think we just sort of just went, you know what, 
we just deserve to go down. Uh, but obviously, that's completely changed. You know, we've had four years in League One, first season back in the Championship, and we did not expect what we were doing this year. And uh, it's been fantastic. Um, the atmosphere, you know, it's been set pretty much literally set out every game. Um, and the atmosphere has been fantastic. Obviously, there's been a lot of entertainment. It's sort of the golden ticket. You know, if you can get a ticket, you're lucky because you see some good football, some really entertaining um, games. And um, I think the same will be um, this Saturday, and especially now with an away, packed away end, that brings that atmosphere up. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, and at the time of recording, you guys are sort of just outside the automatic uh, promotion places. Leeds and Leicester are playing each other tonight, so it may be that Leeds sort of move a few points above. But um, in terms of sort of this season, in terms of like getting promoted and then looking up at the championship and going like, oh my God, we could get automatics here. Did you kind of expect it because of the way that you were playing in League One last season? Because the statistics showed that you guys were going to do well in the championship with the style of football you played. But has it actually took you back a bit of how Kieran McKenna's completely sort of took this Ipswich side and turned him into something that the way you played in League One is now your way you play in the championship and with how confident you are on the ball as well? It has been a lot of pinch me moments this year because we were top of the league at one stage, which was like, what is going on? Um, but obviously the momentum of any promotion, you hope it goes well. Sometimes you can go up and you go straight back down. There's been a lot of, you know, yo-yo teams between Championship and League One before, even from Premier League and Championship. But um, I predicted a mid-table, 10th play finish. I thought that was, you know, realistic uh, with the squad we had and, you know, the backing we have and, of course, the manager that we have in Kieran McKenna. I thought that was fine. But... Uh, to be fighting up against the teams like Leicester, Leeds, Southampton, it is it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy. And um, yeah, I think fans are just enjoying the ride because, you know, why not? <laughs> why can't you enjoy the ride at the moment? And, you know, obviously the players have been able to step up and we'll just continue to, you know, be part of this this top two race. There's been a lot of other pundits and stuff saying, oh, which Town are going to fall down. Um, I even see like graphics now, just the top three, you know, Leeds, Leicester and Southampton. We're just, you know, being ignored. But uh, we'll let them do that because we'll, we'll stay there hopefully as long as possible and uh, we'll just see what happens. Because you speak about that race where it's you guys, Leeds, Southampton kind of fighting for that second place position because it's pretty nailed on that Leicester are going to win the league. Um, in sort of when you played Leicester this season, it was a tight one, wasn't it? At King Power Stadium, it was a one-all draw. Sarmiento came off the bench to get you guys a point. And I think you've sort of held your own against some of those teams that are in around you as well. And when you sort of look at them games, which ones do you think are the ones that are going to get you that automatic promotion when you sort of look at the games in the fixture list? Perhaps you see teams that are lower down the league and think, oh, we've definitely got to get three points here. Or the teams that are higher up in the league where you sort of look to them games and you go, oh, we've got to beat these guys around us, even though you guys are like third place, pretty much nailed on for playoffs. Yeah, Plaus is settled now, I think. I think we'll have to lose every game <laughs> to even be knocked out of the playoffs. So, sure um, like that, so. Yeah, true, yeah. Uh, Leeds, obviously, we haven't got to play again. We've been beaten by Leeds twice. Um, we went, went to Allen Road before Christmas. We lost 4-0 and that was a, a bad day. That was a really bad day. But yeah, as you said, we held our own against Leicester. Beat Southampton at St Mary's in the early in the season. We've got to play them on Good Monday, not Good Monday. Easter Monday, good, 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 good Friday. Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Easter Monday. Um, so that's going to be a massive game. Uh, but that's the only other sort of game in terms of playing in the top six or top, even the top half of the table. We've got a lot of games against teams, you know, below in the in the bottom half of the table. So, you know, there's some big games coming up, um, home and away. 
Uh, obviously, this one is a must-win really for town if they want to keep in that race. Um, obviously, as of this recording, Leeds and, uh, Leeds and Leicester are playing each other, so we'll probably want Leicester to win that, obviously, so Leeds can drop points. Um, but yeah, we'll just c- keep fighting, you know, and hopefully get those points. There'll be some tough games. We've been able to get some really good points. You know, Swansea was a tough game. We got a really good win against them. Um, and then Rotherham was a, just a roller coaster game, you know, from being 1-0 down to going 3-1 up, then 3-3, and then somehow scoring a winner when you've just conceded a, a late-minute penalty. Um, so that was a massive win against the bottom-of-the-table side. But um, teams like Birmingham and, your, you know, yourselves, you know, you you come up against us and you get in our faces. And that's what was the reverse fix. You came into our faces and we didn't like that. We got back, obviously. But, uh, yeah, big 13 games left to go. And uh, hopefully Town can stay there. Mm, and you speak about the reverse fixture there. It was two all very different time for Birmingham with Wayne Rooney in charge. We went 2-0 up in that game, but yet going 2-0 up, we weren't completely confident that we were going to get over the line. And lo and behold, we didn't because Marcus Harness came off the bench and got two goals. So in terms of sort of Ipswich this season, I've noticed actually that in sort of big games, your substitutes do turn up where you had Harness that got the double against us, uh, Sarmiento off the bench, Hutchinson as well off the bench is pretty prolific. So in terms of bench players, how important have they been for Ipswich this season? Yeah, it's a massive. In, in League One was really similar. Obviously, we had a an arsenal of great substitutions in League One. We, it was probably unfair to some of the League One teams. In the Championship, it's been a bit of a step up, obviously. But yeah, our subs have been made a massive impact, scoring those goals. Not even maybe not even scoring goals, but just making an impact, getting assists, or even just helping us keep the lead, or you know, get a draw or whatever. And yeah, Marcus Arnas coming off the bench against Birmingham that was a big moment. Um, and then scoring those two goals. What a volley, by the way. Got to appreciate that. That was a good goal. Um, sorry, Birmingham fans. But, um, but yeah. Line, yeah, it was a pretty yeah. decent goal. Yeah, 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 there we go. There we go. But now uh, that has been massive. And um, once again, Kieran McKenna, make sure he does it at the right times. Doesn't muck about in terms of, uh, obviously, even against... And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 
problem. He, he brought off Salmiento. He brought Broadhead on at halftime, which is always a, it's always a hard one to, for a manager to sort of chuck, chuck a player off. But I think he also had a bit of a knock, so that's probably the reason why. But yeah, subs have been ma- it's been a massive um, thing for us this season, and uh, I'm sure it will continue like that. Mm. And uh, speaking about the manager, Kieran McKenna, I think he's got so many sort of plaudits for what he's done. You know, the journey that he's had in football as well. I remember speaking earlier on in the season to uh, Benjamin Bloom when I'd done the uh, preview of him for the reverse fixture, sort of looking up McKenna's journey in football, where he started out at sort of a Loughborough University studying after his football career came to an end, a uh, coach at Tottenham and then a coach at Man United and then at Ipswich, where he's done so well for you guys and sort of took over in League One, where you're in a bit of a precarious position. I think Paul Cook was the manager before McKenna, right? Yes, And was, yeah. um, there was a sort of bit of moving around there with players that perhaps didn't fit the system. And you've got players in now that perhaps are more suited to the system, but he's also worked with the players that you had before to make him even better. And that's what's really impressing about Ipswich, where you've got all these big clubs like Leeds, Southampton, Leicester that have just come down from the Premier League, massively you know, backed by their budget and that. But Ipswich, it's not so much of a big budget. It's the quality of players that you've got that McKenna's worked up. And that's what I found really impressive. Yeah, and the, the characters as well. He's brought in really good, um, you know, not just players, but people as well. And that's uh, a massive part of um, the ownership's um, remit as well in terms of, you know, we've got this um, phrase called running um, towards adversity. And that's what, you know, because basically our money's come from a pension fund in Arizona. And I asked from, you know, firemen, policemen, um, ambulancemen, just loads of different, you know, very important uh, roles in society and of course you know these footballers um uh, running towards that adversity and obviously getting paid that wages and um McKenna's sort of that's straight away when we sign a player that's what they tell them and you know he's brought in some fantastic players obviously he already had players from Paul Cook's time obviously Paul Cook made not 19 signings in one summer which was mad yeah. and then of course got sacked and Kieran McKenna came in and he's brought his own you know players in but he's kept the likes of Sam Walsey Connor Chaplin who um, Paul Cook already signed, and they're, of course, key part of this side. And um, it's just a such a likeable squad. I think every fan just loves every single player because it's just, they're just so approachable and they're just, you know, they're great, as I said, as a player, but also as people. Mm. And in terms of January business for Ipswich, what have you made of the deals done? Yeah, I think it was a solid window. Obviously, a striker was needed with George Hurst's injury. Um, obviously, you know, to lose your main striker um, and getting a hamstring injury, you probably won't be back until maybe April time. Um, so to bring in Kiefer Moore, we, we needed a striker and there was a few strikers being linked. Of course, Jay Stansfield was linked, potentially getting recalled by Fulham and then coming to us, but that didn't happen. But yeah, brought in Kiefer Moore, obviously an experienced striker for this level. Um, of course, played for Wales at the World Cup and the Euros. So uh very good experience as well. And he, he's actually been with us before um, previously, but he wasn't very great for us. And he went and had a fantastic career after that. But um, he's already scored four goals in five games, which is great to see. We've also signed a, a, a prospect, a player from AFC Wimbledon, who um, is, is looking like a fan favourite already. He's become like a cult figure because of just his energy and his passion. And that is um, Ali El Hamadi, who's you know signed for AFC Wimbledon, another striker. Um, who's come off the bench the last few games and he's been fantastic. He scored his first goal recently against Millwall as well. So, um, as I said, fans' favourite already. Sarmiento, as you mentioned, once again, now a Premier League prospect was um, on loan at West Brom early in the season. Did okay for them, but wasn't playing as many minutes as he wanted. He's come here and he's done well. And, of course, he scored that goal against Leicester. So, a big moment for him. Uh, but, yeah, Lewis Travis as well from Blackburn. 
he was their sca- captain and you know he wasn't playing many minutes and he comes to us and um he's become that more um coming in for Massimo Luongo when he's needing a bit of a rest but um a very good window as a whole uh, because as you know generate transfer window is always a tough window to bring players in and um I think town got good business going into this second half of the season and from an Ipswich perspective, going into the game on Saturday, what plays are you looking at and going, oh, they could cause us a bit of problems? Uh, ooh, there's, there's a lot, really, to be fair. Like Sam Morsey, he's our, he's our, he's our captain. He's, he leads his team by example. He just bosses that midfield, gets into tackles. He does get a lot of yellow cards. Um, he did uh, miss some big games because of 10 yellow cards. He missed, uh, missed Leicester. And somebody else, I've got now. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, but he missed. He missed. He missed. I don't the think anybody will pull you off on it. <laughs> no, definitely. But he's the main man. Um, obviously, Leif Davis. I'm sure a lot of your viewers and yourself will know uh, the assist. He's, he's destined to be a Premier League player. There's even that talk of him maybe playing for England one day because he's just not that good. He just he just part of this team. He gets assists, and he's just a big talking point. Um, it's Connor Chaplin, who's our top goal scorer. He's got ten goals. Nathan Broadhead as well. Uh, once again, I can name check all this team and they're all got their own key part of this team, why we're doing so well. It's not just a one-man show. It's a, a team of um, not individuals, but a team just, they work for each other and um, they all can be a, a a player to look out for because that, they can just turn up on the day and be a, be a, a nuisance for you guys. So taking all of that in, what do you think the score is going to be, Ross? Oh, it's always a tough one. And um, Portman Road has been has been a big thing for us this year. It's been, you know, a lot of uh, this season as a whole. You know, we haven't lost many games. Obviously, we, we lost against Leeds. We lost against Mainstone, which was in the FA Cup. I don't know why I brought that up. It's bad, bad, bad. I wasn't going to bring it up. You, you, yeah, you said it first. I brought it up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But um, but ignore those two games. Portman Road, it's been a fortress. We've been able to get a lot of wins. Although we have to concede a lot of goals early on. Um, the stat isn't great. We've actually conceded the first goal in 19 of the 39 games in all competitions wow. this season. 10 at home, nine away. So um, that's a, a thing I'm looking at. Maybe for you Birmingham fans, you know, you could score an early goal. Um, but going back to the original question, prediction, um, I want a clean sheet. So sorry, Birmingham away fans. Um, you won't be seeing a goal because I'm going to go for a 2-0 town win, but it will be a tough game. Maybe a goal in each half. Um, but yeah, I think you'll get a lot of action. Jay Stanfield is one I'm looking looking for. Of course, scored in the reverse fixture. Andre Dezel as well. It's rich boy. He's going to be well up for this, I'm sure. But yeah, 2-0 is my score prediction, my friend. Because mm, I said on your video yesterday, I said 3-2 Ipswich. I do think both teams will score, but because we're on the Blues Focus show now, I'm going with a 3-2 Blues. <laughs> I'm going the other way with it. Yeah, you got to. So mate. thank you, you so to. much for your time, Ross. Um, just want to shout out anything that's happening on your channel or anything you're doing sort of in the media. Yeah, um, I work for the local paper here in Ipswich Town, um, East Anglia Day Times. Um, obviously, we cover Ipswich Town home and away. We've also got a, a podcast called Kings of Anglia. Uh, we do a show every Monday and Thursday discussing all things town. So if you fancy tuning in, definitely after the game um, with you guys and uh, see what we've had to say about the game, uh, tune in. And uh, yeah, um, wish, you best, rest of, uh, wish you best of luck for the rest of the season. Well, thank you very much for your time, Ross. Um, Tommy will have a vlog up from the game and uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty of content covering what's happening with Blues in the coming weeks. Uh, be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe and most importantly, keep right up. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. 
We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share box ready to go, your mates are already booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.